Hey everyone, I'm Sydney. I'm Anjana. And I'm Epsa, and welcome to Reimagined. So, the three of us recently graduated from college, and now we're navigating the world of post-grad experiences during a year that definitely has been quite the catalyst for change. This podcast is going to be a platform for young women to think critically about the society we currently live in and have meaningful discussions on creating a better future. Every Thursday, two of us will be interviewing women who are rethinking and reshaping our workplaces, politics, the environment, entire industries, or even just their own lives. So follow us as we navigate our own personal and professional journeys and meet some kick-ass women along the way. We hope their stories empower you to reimagine your own journey. Whatever you're passionate about, reimagine it. All right, so today we have a really special episode, one that kind of allows our listeners to get a deeper look into who we are. And we have a really awesome guest. We have Miss Hannah Blazy, who runs our awesome blog portion of the podcast. And her and I are here to speak about something that we hold really near and dear to our heart. It's something we just, her and I just both went through and we are really excited just to share our learnings and experiences from this. So hi, Hannah. Hey guys. Hey guys. It's fun. I never get to do it on this side. Um, <laughs> What's up? It's so happy to be here and talk about um, quitting our jobs and finding new jobs. I guess I'll reveal that (laughs) Um, topic of this week's podcast, but really, really excited to be here. I feel like there's a lot of noise about this topic right now, but excited to be just like a point person and share our personal experience and feel like even with all the noise, like it's nice to hopefully find a story you can relate to. So hoping that Epsa and I can be that. Exactly. Yeah. So this episode is really just about um, Hannah and I and our journey and a journey that a lot of our friends and a lot of people right now are going through of just leaving your first job and trying to figure out what's next and identifying, you know, what your values are and finding something that aligns with like your interests and just like level set with everyone here because like you and I have been talking back and forth this whole year of like our journey but Hannah just like for those that don't know walk us through kind of like how you're feeling during your first month like one to three months at your first job and just like moments where you identified these feelings that you feel now or we're feeling like later on totally I mean I think that coming out of college I was honestly really grateful for my job. Like we graduated during a crazy time. I was grateful for my job and excited. Um, I knew maybe like the nature of the work that I was going into wasn't like so me, but was like excited and hopeful for everything that I thought it had in store, at least for like a first job. And I would say those first one to three months, like that feeling definitely continued honestly for me like I was you know noticing more and more especially like virtual work I feel like the actual work that you're doing becomes like way more apparent because all of the frill and fluff of like working in person kind of gets um shred away and you really see like what you're doing every day so for me that like kind of magnified look at the actual work I started to like 
become more aware that this probably wasn't like so totally me but like it, I wasn't making any dramatic statements or like being like I gotta go like I I feel like I stayed in that helpful stage for a while but what about you I feel like I know your story a little but would love to hear how your first couple months went on the job yeah well I am glad we both had like different kind of like same experiences but yeah I would say though like in my similar to you I was like oh I don't know if this is really for me especially when mm-hmm. it's just you and your laptop and an excel mm-hmm. spreadsheet it's just right. the, the three besties you know <laughs> I think for me it was really like month one and I would even say like a couple weeks into it and it had nothing to do with like the people I was working with like I would say like you and I both worked with like phenomenal individuals like on our mm-hmm. team but I think it was right. really like when you're bringing yourself to a task and you're not equipped with like things that fulfill you, it is so hard to get yourself to do it. So I would say like, for me, it was like week two or three, I was like doing the tasks that like were assigned to my job description. And I was like, yeah, this is what the job description said, but I just do not like any of it. And it like, it's really (laughs) difficult for me to like log on and do it. But I was like putting forth so much effort to be like, okay, like, maybe if I get good at this, like, then I can move on. And like, I I was able uh, to get like different side projects and stuff, but still like month one, I was like, okay, I'm just going to work to get side projects and then eventually leave and milk those side projects to get me something new. Um, Like very early on, I was like, "Mm, this is not for EPSA and she knows it. (laughs) (laughs) So right away you just knew it, but you were like, I can make it work for, an unknown amount of time yeah yeah also like I was like okay I have to stay a year but like month three I was like oh no like I need to I I just like (laughs) so I was telling you the story but I like manic messaged someone on LinkedIn and I was like hi I saw that you left like this company after being there for three months like was it the same company you were at or just no no it was a different random Cal Poly person that I found and I was like oh this person left three months into it maybe she can help me Right. And then it turns out it was a co-op she was at, but she offered like really insightful advice of like, Hey, your first couple months are going to be really rough. And that was a breath of fresh air to hear because mm-hmm. no one told me it was going to be rough. Yeah. I thought it was going to yeah. be like peachy and keen. Like I didn't understand that work emotions that I had. And like, I don't know, how did you like you're early on? I know like you were fine in the beginning, but like, mm-hmm. when did you kind of have like the, the, blend of like emotions and work and then that kind of led you to realizing oh shoot I don't know if this is for me yeah yeah no I think it's interesting how we started with this idea of like a timeline and like feeling pressure to spend certain amounts of time certain places because I definitely felt that like coming into this career that I started in Um, and um you know I think that as I was saying like the more time I spent doing this work, the more I realized, like, I just like didn't even recognize myself because like oh. I wasn't doing stuff that like made me feel like me or like made me. And I, I'm not saying like work is gonna be like this really awesome, fun thing all the time. But like, I just was waking up every day and doing something that I like really didn't wanna do. But more than that, it was like something that I didn't want to progress in which I think was 
as something that like we shared and that was something that was really really demotivating because coming coming from like a pretty motivated person I would say humbly about myself Mm -hmm. in the real world and in real life and like that's how I know myself I like became slowly and slowly more and more demotivated only because I was like I'm not I'm not in the right place and I sometimes like you look sometimes like you're in a shitty job but you look at your boss or you look at your boss's boss and you see like kind of like that in the distance and you're like that's what I'm working towards but for me I felt like I was wasting my time because what I was working towards was like everything I didn't want not that I don't love the people that were my boss and my boss's boss but I didn't want their job you know what I mean like I didn't want to and I think that was a big difference for me like if I was in a job that I was like I'm working towards something, even if it wasn't like in my same company, but like, I felt like I was on the right path. Yeah. And not that you even know what the right path is, but like, at least if I was going in the right direction, I would have felt, you know, like more just, like it was more justified and I would definitely have been more motivated, um, which I think is a big thing that I see now being in this, my new job, which I know we'll talk about later, but It was just those feelings of like, Hannah, who are you? You're not motivated. You don't want to progress. Like this really isn't like you. And like the more time I spent there, the more depressed I got because I was like every day, I'm like spending my entire day plus like, you know, extra time. So much much extra time. (laughs) Doing something that I like felt like I wasn't, I felt like I was walking in the wrong direction. I felt like I was like building, um, something that I didn't even want and so I just started breaking out a little bit and I think that that was like the beginning of the end was I just I started to get super emotional about it and like really stressed out yeah I completely like everything you just said resonates with me so much especially like I think this is something that I thought about way later like I would look at the people that I was working with and I same thing like I was like is that what I want to, like, I was in denial of, like, that would be my next step. So, you know, a certain amount of time passes, you realize you're not going to just do filler projects for the rest of your life to make your job okay. So what moment, like, talk about the moment when you're like, okay, I'm going to, like, actively job search, and, like, what steps did you take? Yes, I think that was, like, a big that was a big moment for me is like figuring out the next step. And I think that's one thing I wanted to highlight too, is like your first job is simply just your first job. I was in like my six month phase of my job and I needed a little bit more time to figure out, okay, what else can I like sell myself on aside from my day-to-day work that I just despise. But yeah, so I kind of had that like, okay, six months, I was like time to like really really figure out what I want to hone in on but I wasn't putting so much pressure on like okay this next job has to be so perfect it was more like okay this first job I've learned what I like and I've learned I really have learned what I don't like let's kind of make a list of what I absolutely don't want in a job when it comes to like the type of work the type of team dynamics the type of like how global the company is like all Mm -hmm. of that stuff I was like really set on like the type of work that I wanted to do versus like before I was like definitely like the name brand company was like what I was focused on 
Um, and then I was like approaching it with like, okay, what type of role would I be doing? Um, and really just like looking at my first job as like an exit opportunity was mm-hmm. like the mindset I was in. And then I was like all over LinkedIn six months, my six month mm-hmm. mark till like I was gone. Totally. I think what you said is so important. Like you go into your first job and it's totally fine and perfectly like there's no other way to do it, but you go into your first job thinking and wanting certain things. And like when you leave, whether it's after a year, after like 15, like you, you're looking for other things, you know, maybe some of the same things, but like you, you most likely have like different criteria if you are making a move or at least different things that are like your number one, you know? And I think that that is so important. Like I just, started with my job search and I feel like maybe a lot of people feel like that this where you're like okay now I know what I don't want to do so that leaves like the (laughs) rest of the world that I could do and like for me I just I'm an indecisive person to begin with I have like a lot of random interests and I was like I could really go anywhere um and so I feel like that was like a really overwhelming feeling um and so exactly what you're saying of like okay what's important to thinking about like what's important to me and then I think we've talked about this before but like informational interviews like oh my god so key you don't want to do them or it feels like a college thing and then it's like it's an rest of your life thing and like especially when you're trying to figure out what's next I would have like never ended up kind of like developing the job searching journey that I had without having one conversation that made me realize like okay like I really liked what they said about this yeah and then having that lead me to another conversation and just having those informational interviews kind of guide my process into like developing a candidate that like knew what they wanted in their next position like I was basically just like a floating blob when you're at a college person but like by actually actively spending the time like researching job positions even if I wasn't ready to apply like what stands out to me what looks exciting and then like talking to people what stands out to me what sounds exciting Mm -hmm. like what gets me what gets me going I guess (laughs) would be like one way to say it but you just have to start figuring out those things about you especially if you've been kind of in like a depressed state yeah, um, or just like grinding in your normal job like it can just feel like that's your total identity and you don't even know who you are who you are outside of that so you have to put in the work to figure out like who you are and what you want outside of your current job I think that's uh literally like plus one to everything you said (laughs) I also think like there's like no rule book to this. Not like yeah. a hard thing. It's like yeah. getting the job, navigating the interview is like one thing. And then you're like sealed, delivered. And then like, you're really on your own and you feel almost like, I don't even know if I should be expressing like how negative I feel or how sad I feel to like yeah. my peers. Like for me, like that was something that I like was doing in the really beginning. And I was like a little weary of like really putting my heart on my sleeve of how I felt in my job because I felt like, oh, we work super hard. Like I guess this is just kind of it and for me I like the more that I was like expressing that I got more comfortable like talking about how I was feeling and it was helpful in the sense of like finding people in the same boat like you and I had a lot to bond about but then Mm -hmm. 
I feel like I was also in this rabbit hole of like making my brand hating my job and everyone <laughs> was like Epstein has life yeah. has the job and yes. at that point I was like oh my god I'm only known as that and like that brand I was like I'm not known as like a negative person obviously you have ebbs and flows of life and ups and downs but I really hated that that was like so tied to me so for me like what you were saying like what like gets you going and sparks joy I was really honing on on like what was so so painfully negative about that job that I just Mm -hmm. absolutely have to avoid um so I would ask my friends like the ones that I complained to a lot I'd be like what were some key things that I would say <laughs> and then use you know field research from my friends to like also navigate like what to look for totally I am so glad you said that that was the like breaking point for me like I think yeah. I talked about like what was the lead up mm-hmm. when I like took a final step back when I was like even just feeling super lost in the job search it felt like it wasn't going anywhere and looked at like who I was through the people I love's eyes. Like I was this person that cried all the time and was like so negative Mm -hmm. and complained all the time. And like, oh my God, just thinking back on who I was makes me want to crawl out of my skin because you're like, I can't believe I was that person. Like how miserable. And like, thank God the people in my life are so amazing. But like, I like I couldn't put them through that for like one more year let alone one more month like I just for the people I love I was like and just me as a person like meeting new people like I don't want that to be my bar, like bar combo like, yeah. hey what do you do like how's your job and I'm like the person that you just meet that says like something negative like that's so not fun or cool and I just was like ah (laughs) yeah no like actually same and it's like the whole post-grad thing too it's like that's you're so tied to your job and that's a part of your identity so it's like when you have such strong emotions tied to it it just like comes out it's like second nature like hi I'm Epsa I work here and I hate it Um, (laughs) which was like and it was all tied to like there were so many factors like want to reiterate it was not the people at all or the company it was really just like the feeling also like it was quarantine zoom I was in my childhood bedroom like it was like a lot of things happening at (laughs) once so it was like a flurry of emotions but it was mainly identifying and realizing oh my god we're going to be working 40 50 60 80 hours (laughs) hopefully not 80 um a week like for the rest of our lives let's find something that we enjoy or let's find something that we don't hate and doesn't become <laughs> basis of our personality let's start right. small so right. like that was my go method going forward with it um I think her you and I have had like similar like search methods for jobs mm-hmm. um but okay I'm curious how did you go about like like walk me through like the week you knew you were going to quit and then how you Mm -hmm. went about quitting oh my god I feel like this is like what makes people like not Mm -hmm. quit like this is like people can be so miserable including me and be like but I'm just gonna stay because I can't imagine having that conversation and honestly you really have to hype yourself up like Mm -hmm. I got Like I knew it was time and I just was like so scared Um, (laughs) and but you literally have to be like Hannah like do this for yourself like you can do this like you're a strong girl you need to do to pump yourself up like listen to whatever music you need to think about someone in your life think about like someone in your life that 
does whatever they want whenever they want and yeah. like seems to get where they need to go and like try to like embody them and all their energy have to like just yeah and like honestly the thing is it's so scary but you are doing this for yourself and no one else in the entire world can do it for you yeah. like I can't have my best friend call my boss and like tell my boss that Hannah's quitting like I can't your mom like, can't call in sick for you right anymore. like right like I can't people. lean on anyone else like it's mm-hmm. you against mm-hmm. you in this moment and so I think it's all a mindset thing mm-hmm. um so but like that didn't make it any less scary and I like literally I mean obvious it was just like so hard but I really respected the people on my team, which made it a lot harder. And like, I felt like I was like disappointing everyone and like letting everyone down. And so I chose to like have personal conversations with every single person on the team, like called them and like explained myself and, um, you know, just thank them and, wow. and, and tried to make, make myself vulnerable so that like it, we could have an honest conversation. And right. I, I, I had like some of the best conversations that I've ever had with some of those people in that moment when I was really vulnerable. Um, I cried during the first one, but then like, once you jump, you can't stop. So like they kept coming, but like, I, I understand like what an obstacle that part of this feels like. And even other friends I know that have quit, they're like, how did you like tell people? Like, how did you? And I was like, Anyways, you just fall and fall and fall and fall until you hit, once you jump into like one person, you just fall and fall and fall and fall until you hit the ground. And then there's like this (laughs) sense of like, I did it. And it's truly like the most proud that you can, I I don't know. Like, I just feel like you're so proud of yourself at the end of that. I mean, what do you think? Like completely agree. I think it's one of those, like, you just have to rip the bandaid off. And again, like, There's no rule. You can Google WikiHow how to quit your job. Um, <laughs> but WikiHow doesn't know your exact emotions and the job doesn't know right. your relationship with the people. Um, <laughs> I, I think I did. I think I like. Oh, I Googled it too. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my like, God. I need some outline. But no, same, same to you. Like, I, like, I loved everyone on my team. Like, I feel like after even like virtually, like, I just built such a good, like, personal connection with them. So I, again, felt like almost like as a friend, I was like, I feel so bad leaving you knowing like Mm -hmm. work is going to get busier. And like, Mm -hmm. I just felt like an obligation. I just felt bad, like genuinely Mm -hmm. felt bad. But again, like same thing. It's like, like they're not going to know, oh, Epsa really likes to do creative stuff or Epsa really likes this. Let me connect her with our director of marketing or let me, you know, like no one's like what you're saying. No one's right. going to push you. Like, like I think it's time you leave and go pursue your passion. <laughs> like, yeah, like your boss is never going to come and say that. Oh, no, I mean, that's like someone wants to share with us, like the coolest boss story ever, like business as usual until you say something, you know, honestly, like, cause that's that at the end of the day, like that's the moral at the end of the day, like it is a business. Like you just really have to separate emotions from it. But like, yeah, Hannah, like if I made like a creative slide deck, no one's gonna be like, damn, Epsa had sick fonts. Like <laughs> we should transition to marketing. Yeah, like that's for you to like, that's what we were saying. Like, that's for you to realize. Like even if yeah. you were so miserable in your first job, you're still in it. You still have that opportunity to figure out what you really don't like, mm-hmm. what you do like. So it's like, those days that you have those positive days like really really hone in on like what made it positive so you can like navigate your search 
Yeah. Um, but back to quitting. <laughs> um, yeah, I like put a one-on-one on someone like my director's calendar, and I just kind of that was like the first domino. And like once that right. fell, I was like totally had to talk to everyone, and it was like such like it was like a very very bittersweet. Um, but I kept reiterating, like, I loved what you guys all gave me as a person, like the learnings, the conversations, I just really wanted to pursue like X, Y, Z. And like, if you're nervous about how to frame it, just like, you know, thank your team for their time, what they've given you and like, be authentic. And then just reiterate, like, I want to pursue my growth and no one should be mad at you for pursuing your growth. Right. I mean, I think I was surprised at how supportive everyone ended up being in that moment. And I mean, that isn't a promise that like everyone will be super nice, but I think like exactly like framing it and being vulnerable and saying like, this is what I need to do for me. Like no one, Mm -hmm. no one can argue with that, even if they're not nice. And so that's like always the way to go. And like, I think the way we did it, where we were respectful, even if our team hadn't been our favorite people in the world, keeping those connections strong and giving them the respect that I mean they deserve or maybe you don't think they deserve but giving them that respect and then leaving it on that note is so important like it just made me feel a lot better I love that (laughs) um I agree and then like once you quit and then now you're you and I are both in these new Mm -hmm. jobs and we also wanted to point out like Han and I were in like pretty similar industries that I don't know about you, but I was only getting recruited for jobs in that same industry, like Mm -hmm. as I was navigating my search, but her and I both are in new roles that are very different than what we were in before. So we're like living proof that your first job does not define your career path. It's really how you milk or make your experiences um, Mm -hmm. matter to the next. But when you like were exploring your new job and like new trying to find something, what was like the biggest thing that you wanted? I was looking for that feeling of that I kind of touched on before, but of being excited and feeling like I was walking in the right direction for my personality. Like I wanted to look at the people that were going to be above me or look at like the potential like it was kind of all about potential for me yeah. because I realized in my first job that I was like willing to grind yeah. and I was willing to put in the hours. And I knew that like, you know, I'm leaving my first job to go to another entry-level position. Like I don't have experience. I'm trying to like switch jobs completely. Like I knew I was going to be starting from the bottom again. Yeah. So I was just really looking for like excitement around the potential that was going to be there in my new job. And you know, I like ended up in a position that like, I would have never mm-hmm. even thought of fully until like it came, like it all just happened the way it was supposed to, but the feelings of excitement, I think is what I was really looking for because I'm someone that like gets excited really easily and then like gets passionate. <laughs> and like, I just love that. And then I was looking for things that like, I knew were going to bring out different parts of my personality. Like I'm, as I said, I like missed certain parts about me, which may sound weird, but I was like, Hannah, where are you? Like, come on, knock, knock. You just have fun. Um, <laughs> so I think that like, I wanted to know that a, I was going to see a little bit more of that. It didn't have to be like, you know, Hannah dream world, but like a little bit more of that and just something 
that brought out like that excitement in me oh my gosh like everything yes and I think like (laughs) I agree with all that and like for me like I had very similar like what I was looking for Mm -hmm. and then just like things that were like a next like stepping stone Mm -hmm. like this next job like I don't know if it solves all my like qualms of corporate world or like what I want but it's like what can I speak passionately about for me I think it was like when someone asked me episode what do you do for work I want to be able to like be excited about it and like have some like pizzazz to what I'm saying that was like mainly it for me but also like something that was like creative and allowed me to then gain things that I could take somewhere else because like the biggest mindset I've had now is like you especially with like the great recession the great recession the great resignation and the great (laughs) right you are so in charge of the corporation like the corporate world like we Mm -hmm. have so much power and it's like you're not bound to a timeline you're not bound to years it's like Mm -hmm. gain as much as you can and go from there Mm -hmm. totally I love that and I love what you said about like you wanted to feel excited about I saw a friend at a bar yeah literally I saw a friend at a birthday party like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and he was like I hadn't seen him in months and like back when I was negative Nelly and he like said like how's work and I like literally got to turn to him and be like it is so good thank you for asking um I got a new role like I'm, I'm really excited about it and you know we didn't go too deep into it um but that single interaction I literally called my mom about it the next day I was like mom someone asked me how work was and I said good <laughs> Wait, I love that that's like a breakthrough because like one day I had like an amazing day. I called my dad and I was like, I'm just like so happy today. I'm on a walk. Like work is so good. And I was like, I just want everyone who's miserable in their job to then also be in the same position that we're in now. But even though like we've been through the ringer and we've learned what we needed to learn and like we're still growing and learning. Hannah, Mm -hmm. I have a million dollar question for you. Mm -hmm. Knowing what you know now, like everything from your past job and learnings and feelings would you still have accepted that role in that job I love this question because Epsa and I say that the answer changes daily mm-hmm. like it's so easy to think like here's the thing that I would say to this question if okay. you're in college if you're in college and you're listening to this like there are things that I wish that I actively considered mm-hmm. before jumping into my first role that maybe would have made me not end up at where I did but that being said and I feel like most people listening to this are like already in their role and they're like shit <laughs> like what did I do which I feel like I felt a lot I was like Hannah you're so dumb what did you do but like it's so funny because I literally am working in a job that I wouldn't be in without my background which mm-hmm. is so random because it's a totally different field um but I'm literally like in the technology equivalent space um, of like that initial job and everyone at my new company, not everyone, but so many people like have my same background and that was what originally led me to it. And um, now I'm like on this super exciting, innovative side of um, that job that I originally was doing. And I'm like, I would never have ended up here. It's so cool, but it's so random, but I would have never ended up here if I didn't have my first job. And so like, it, it's just life, I guess. Like, I, right? Yeah. 
it's just hard to explain it's like would you take it back maybe but like then I wouldn't be where I am today and then maybe I would be somewhere else but is that better like you'll just never know you really just never I know it's it's you just never know and again yeah like I feel like I changed I'll ask myself this like whenever I'm having a really good day at work being a bad interviewer (laughs) how would you take your first job if you could go back and back well thank you so much for asking Hannah Um, (laughs) I would care to share so um I yeah I still would have and like I I don't know if it's because I'm so happy now that I've forgotten all like the the sadness but yeah I think I would have because I learned so much about my limits and I learned so much about like learning the separation of like work mental health and life Mm -hmm. that I think a lot of people don't learn until like later on in their career Mm -hmm. where they're given something a little bit more arduous like I feel like both of our jobs are like pretty aggressive and like workload um, yeah. a lot of jobs are but like we were in those fields um I don't think some people our age get to that until they're later and then they have these realizations and feelings so I'm just like I would have still accepted it because I'm glad I had those learnings really early on and it mm-hmm. led me to meeting you it led me to having like a different outlook towards conversations that I have have had um and it's like made me stronger and like I don't know whenever I see people in like positions like that we were in I feel like oh, let me be your savior, which I know you totally like are the same with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I still would have accepted it. And it again, like it led me to where I am today. And I'm like, so, so happy with my role, new role, new people, new team, because I like knew how to be intentional about what I wanted and what I continue to want. Totally. I mean, I think it's just part of our evolution. And turning into like the people that we are meant to be by facing adversity, but both also like are facing something that seemed really hard, but also both having like, I guess the guts to like stand up for ourselves and for lack of a better word, not like against anyone, but literally just like against ourselves. Yeah. Like I could still be in my first job and everything would be fine, but like the pride and like the the way I got to know myself which sounds like so dumb and obviously people do way bigger things but like in your life doing these things for yourself like shows you that you're worth it and you care about yourself and you are so and you should care about yourself and so like I think that this just gave us both like this amazing sense of that and then also just like I feel like we've talked about this so much but like we got to bond and like relate with each other yeah. and like relate to other people, as you were saying, that are like mm-hmm. going through such similar things. And I mean, I gotta say that like if anyone's made it to the end of this episode and they feel like they have no one to talk to, but relate on some level or just wanna talk, um, you get the exclusive rights to <laughs> I because like I just feel like talking about it. I mean, we could obviously talk about it for hours if people can't tell, but we have. <laughs> it helps. It helps. It's free therapy. Um, so DM us, but like talk it out and I don't know, be your own advocate. That's what it taught us, I think. That uh, oh my God. I have nothing to add. That was so I wish I could give those like sentences you said, just like bold them like everywhere. <laughs> because you yeah, like that's like to wrap it up, like it really empowered us to be like, yeah. wow. This is it. This is my journey. This is not my school district's journey. This is not my major's <laughs> journey. This is like 
my journey and this was like yeah. the first real adulthood step it's not like applying for an apartment there's a process for that you follow right. up on google this is like right. your own journey and we've done that and we're still learning so right always oh my god always but hopefully it helps um but obviously as we're saying like no manual no one's story is the same um just know that like you can do it you can listen to our podcast weekly on Spotify or Apple Music and find our blog at thereimaginedpodcast.com. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn at The Reimagined Podcast to stay up to date on all the things we're reimagining.